0: Have you ever been frustrated with marketing? I know I have, and one of the things we hear from all these marketing gurus and experts is, we gotta grow our list, we gotta engage our list, we gotta build really strong relationships. You gotta create content, you've gotta do this, you gotta do that. How many of you are frustrated? You know, successful entrepreneurs, this is a real challenge. I'm John Bowen, Accelerating Entrepreneurial Success and I have an extremely great treat. I've got a very good friend, uh, really a mentor for podcasts for me and many others, who has, he's gonna show you, because he certainly showed me, how you can really build your list, whether you have a small list, whether you already have an extremely successful business, and engage them to achieve some unbelievable things. So let me welcome to the uh, set here, by the magic of Skype, John Lee Dumas. John, you know, thank you for joining us today.
1: John, I am fired up to be here, and of course, prepared to ignite.
0: Well, and as Entrepreneur on Fire is your site, matter of fact, let me just bring that up real quick here, to start off with that. One of the few things of marketing Gurus, you might notice here that John has something that almost nobody else has. At the very top, uh, we're recording it in June, and he's got his May income numbers, and he's got all kinds of detailed reports. Because John, one of the things that I, I really love about you is you walk your talk, and you're totally transparent. There's a lot of people that say, "Go out, do this, try it. You're going to like it." I have no, you know, and then they don't, you don't hear this part that I have no idea whether it's going to work or not. Let me know. <laughs> But tell me, John, you know, with all the success you're having, you know, what really got you started in podcasts? Because really what we're talking about in creating, you know, building a list, creating great content. I mean, you've, you've really been on fire. You've created more content than anyone I know in a short period of time.
1: Absolutely. I mean, for me, John, it was a life of searching for passion. I knew I had this passion. I knew I had this enthusiasm to pour into some project, some career, some journey. But for the first 32 years of my life, it just eluded me. I wasn't able to really put my finger on what it was, but I was an officer in the U.S. Army for eight years. I went to law school, corporate finance. I tried residential and commercial real estate. That kind of got me bit with the entrepreneurial bug a little bit. And then finally, at the age of 32 years old, always being in the car due to real estate driving and listening to different uh, radio shows and getting tired of those and getting on the podcast because they were free, they were targeted, they were on demand. I fell in love with a podcasting medium. And then one day I said, wow, there's just this huge void right now because I'm in the car every single day, five days a week for hours and hours and hours. And these great shows are producing one 30 minute to an hour episode a week where's that seven day a week podcast that's interviewing inspiring and successful entrepreneurs? And John, no online presence, no broadcasting experience whatsoever. But I said, you know what, to heck with it. This is an aha moment. I'm gonna be that person that brings a seven day a week business podcast to the world. So a couple of years ago, Entrepreneur on Fire launched, 20 months ago actually to be exact. And here we are over 600 episodes later having been awarded Best of iTunes 2013, generating six figures every single month straight from the podcast. And it's been an amazing journey. Well, and I want to
0: take a step back. It is really impressive. I was looking, you know, where could I get some personal help? And (laughs) when I reached out to you and you were very kind and really got your consulting services, and it was like, wow. And one of the things for everyone, you know, whether you're a viewer or a listener of this, what I want to encourage you, if you've already got a successful business, one of the biggest challenges is engaging your community. And you listen to somebody with John, you know, his youth and energy and all this. <laughs> and the thing, though, is what John did is the world has changed. And I want to talk about this a second for podcasts, where some of the older guys like me at 58 are going, you know, I thought podcasts kind of died. And, you know, what we're seeing is... All of a sudden now we can own the radio station. We can own the TV station. John, share a little bit about what's going on on podcasts because I think a lot of us don't really understand. It seems like, you know, there was an iPod or once and it's gone now. What's going on?
1: So thank you for your kind words about my enthusiasm, which I definitely have. My youth, you know, I am 34 years old at this point, so I grew up with a cassette player moving into the CD you know, moving into what we have now with digital audio. So, I mean, I've seen the really the progression over the past few decades of where basically the audio and media in general has gone. And it's been really interesting for me to to witness. And you're right. I mean, even as early as 10 years ago, I mean, if you wanted to project your voice to the world, if you wanted to share an opinion over the airwaves, you had to either own a radio station or work your way up some kind of ladder to get there. And then you were still you know, going to be pigeonholed in some 3 a.m. a.m. slot or something. And now here I am in my living room right here in San Diego, looking at the bay and speaking into a microphone. This is the exact same microphone that I produce Entrepreneur on Fire on seven days a week that every single day gets released to the world, gets downloaded, John, in over 145 countries. um, And to the tune in May, we had over 829,000 unique downloads, unique listens of this podcast. So you can reach a massive audience in an incredibly simple and simple way of just clicking a button. And to your question specifically of, you know, where did podcasting come from because this is a great question. It was actually started back in 2005, 2006 and people thought it was the next best Thing Like it was the next best thing to slice bread and people really got excited about it. A lot of big people started podcasting and then it did kind of fade out, kind of this pod fade. And there's one really good reason for that, John. There was a barrier for people to listen to podcasts. You had to be a little tech savvy. You had to have like this crazy new device called an iPod. You had to know how to hook it into your computer, go to an iTunes store or something similar and download it onto your iPod and then maybe go to your car and somehow plug it in. But something changed, John, in 2010, and that's when more than half the world started carrying these things around in their pocket. It's a smartphone. And so when everybody started using a smartphone and having a little computer in their pocket, now wherever people are around the world, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, within arm's reach, they have this in their within their grasp where they can stream any kind of audio. They can download any kind of audio that appeals to them, incredibly targeted, incredibly, you know, from passionate podcasters like myself, like people in sports and fashion and history. And one of my favorite podcasts is Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, where he just does an in-depth recounts of past wars and past experiences. And it's unbelievable. So anybody who has passions in anything can find a podcast now that fits that passion. They can listen to it when they want, how they want for free. I mean, how can you beat that?
0: It's so amazing. And one of the things that is so great, it's a little bit like Amazon has changed the book world. Totally. John, have you I don't think I don't remember have you published a book yet?
1: So I have the number one selling and ranked book in Amazon. Oh, that's on right. uh, yeah, I bought it. I read it. That's how I connected Called to you. Okay, Podcast that's it. It has yeah. 266 five star reviews. One from you, John, yeah, so thank no, you for yeah, remembering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that book, John, was written in a weekend. And so to talk about how- And it's a
0: great uh, book. Yeah, it's, it's got a it step-by-step how to do it and all kinds of bonuses and so on now. Now, John, so I, I look at, you know, Amazon is you know, really revolutionized and and so many people, entrepreneurs, are writing their books and getting their message out. We don't have to. The first few books I wrote, I had four books I wrote. I had a you know, two year periods from the day of the you know idea to when it finally got published and so on. Today, I'll produce a book in 30 days or less. And you are doing the same thing with podcasts. Yeah, you know, what what is what's that timeline for somebody, you know, as the entrepreneurs that we've got on watching us and uh, uh, listening to us? What's the timeline realistically from an idea to ha- you know, owning your own show or TV show, radio show?
1: So when you know what you're doing, like I do now at this point, literally, I could come up with an idea today record a podcast on that idea and have it submitted to the iTunes store this afternoon. And it would probably be accepted in live in iTunes, consumable by potentially anybody in the world that has access to the iTunes Which, By the way, there are 525 million active subscribers to that store around the world within two days. So that's how fast it can be. But if you're someone that's just starting, you're an entrepreneur like, okay, like podcasting, is a, this is a medium, this is a venue that I want to dive into, which is an awesome idea, by the way. I would give it a solid four weeks to build that platform. And you don't need any more than four weeks to really have that idea for the podcast. Create your avatar, understand the exact format and the flow of how to create a podcast, edit it, add intros and outros, tag your MP3, upload it to a media host, submit it to iTunes. It may sound a little bit daunting tech wise, but it's so simple once you see it once with your eyes and it's just a, it's a great platform. and The barrier is just not that high.
0: John, share with me what you think, you know, with I mean, you raced out, started doing this. It has been, you know, actually, normally I say people have kind of hang down there a little <laughs> bit and then slow up. But you, you've had a pretty linear, a little, little exponential growth here. What was the big breakthrough?
1: I did have a lot of exponential growth at my breakthrough point. And for me to kind of give you a real snapshot of my entire journey, it was in June of 2012 that I had the idea. I knew that I was going to do it right, John, with a a seven-day-a-week show. I knew that was going to take timing and a lot of back planning. So I immediately hired a mentor, Jamie Tardy, the eventual millionaire. I immediately joined a, a podcast mastermind, and for three months, I learned everything there was to know because john you need to realize that i knew nothing about this side of the world i didn't have your skills that you came into podcasting with the knowledge the internet marketing because i had no website no twitter account no facebook fan page i had to build up everything from scratch And so i took it over that three-month period just head down did all the platform building locked in 40 guests interviewed those 40 guests got them recorded and then i launched in september of 2012 from September of 2012 until January 1st, so that first year in 2012, I quickly grew the podcast where it was already generating over 100,000 unique downloads per month. And because of that fast growth, I was actually asked to speak at New Media Expo. And that is a conference in Las Vegas every year for the top bloggers, podcasters, and video. So that was really my tipping point that you you asked about, Mm -hmm. getting to that conference, stepping up on stage, in front of an audience, sharing the fact that I was now an authority figure in podcasting, that I was a credible resource for people to come to and look at. And just a couple months later was our first month that we actually generated five figures in income. And so at that point, I said, okay, this is a business. I'm generating five figures a month in income. Well, this this podcast business has a run rate of a six-figure business right now this is really exciting and it took me you know about four to six months to get to that point it wasn't Mm -hmm. immediate but i got there and that just is when it kept growing exponentially john like that five figure you know low five figures turned into mid five figures turned into in october we had our first hundred thousand dollar month in april we had our first two hundred thousand dollar month Where we generated 232,000 last month is uh, people can can see like when John pulled it up is a little bit lower. We spent half the month in Europe.
0: I did see that. It looked like you had a good time.
1: (laughs) 14 days, so we didn't do nearly as many webinars, product launches as we always do, and so that's a reflection of that. But it's still amazing that we generated $142,000 in gross sales, netted over $100,000 in income while we were gone for almost half the month and so this is a business that we've grown it's a lifestyle business podcasting gives us that flexibility i just scheduled 40 interviews out the day before i left that were scheduled Mm -hmm. to be released every single day so i didn't have to worry about a thing john and everything went off without a hitch
0: and john what i want to do is i want to you're doing such amazing things and I want to share one of the reasons why I did a podcast. Is I watched you, I watched Jamie, I watched a whole bunch of people that you said uh, were mentors, or and I listened to many of them. Jamie's his video. I wanted to get our message out more effectively on launching, you know, kind of this really mastermind group uh, for entrepreneurs who are already successful, like mine, that we could share. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons why you know I wanted to bring John. John is spending most of his time, you know, focused on helping really new entrepreneurs or beginning entrepreneurs. But I'll tell you, John, I think there's a lot of magic in what you're doing because if you already have an established business, you know, boy, you don't have the handicaps that you had when you got started. You right. know, no list, you know, no ongoing community already built for you. And, and this is something that I really want our fellow entrepreneurs to see, that you can own the station, you can own the platform. And it's, it's amazing. John, one of the things though that people get caught up, okay, I'm gonna do a podcast and oh, you know, and particularly, I'm doing it five days a week. you're doing it seven days a week. I, I gotta take the weekend off, but I, you know both of us shoot on the same, you know on one day, all of these and but it's you chose interview format. I have two. Why don't you talk about, why you chose that, if you will, and you know how does that come together for you know our fellow entrepreneurs who are out there you know with these successful businesses, you know what should what kind of format might they choose?
1: So I chose the interview format, John, for a number of reasons. Reason number one, I didn't have anything to say. I mean, I had no experience in the entrepreneurial world. I was a corporate finance guy. I had some law school experience. I was an officer in the U.S. Army, but that wasn't what my show was going to be about. So I had nothing to say that I thought would be relevant or helpful uh, in a lot of ways. And I definitely had no credibility in anything that I would say. So I knew that I had to have an interview show where I could bring on the authority figures in different niches, specifically and successful and inspiring entrepreneurs that was a focus bring them on tell their journey have them talk about a failure a lesson learned have them talk about an aha moment they had the steps they took to turn that moment into success and i also john for a number two reason i didn't have an audience i had no audience that was going to listen to this podcast so i knew that by interviewing successful and inspiring entrepreneurs what's something that they have in common they have massive audiences. So I knew that by interviewing them, by bringing out a unique story, a unique journey that they don't get to share with their audience often, that I would be able to leverage their audience on interview day. When I say, hey, John, by the way, today, your interview just went live on Entrepreneur on Fire. You shared an amazing journey. You're going to rock Fire Nation. But if If you wouldn't mind, here are the links to the show, and I would be honored if you would share this show with your audience. And so, John, that entrepreneur would share their interview with their audience. A certain proportion of that audience would listen. A certain proportion of that audience would subscribe. And a certain proportion of that audience would become evangelists. And that is happening for me seven days a week. And that's where my seven day a week format really came in. Because a lot of people were just so focused on, John, you can't do seven days a week. You're going to get burnt out. You're not going to be able to find, they were looking at all the negatives. I was looking at the positives. What if I do figure out and crack the code about how to successfully do a seven day a week podcast? Think of the snowball effect of having a brand new successful and inspiring entrepreneur sharing Entrepreneur on Fire, the podcast with their audience every single day of the year. And it's been a powerful recipe for success.
0: I think it's it's such a brilliant strategy, John, and you've executed it well. And I want everyone to learn from this because, I mean, to me, this is one of the big opportunities that everyone that's a successful entrepreneur, you already have a community, you have a tribe, you've got a group following you, and they want to hear from you. OK, and if you're delivering value, this can be a great value. And the interview format bringing some of those top relationships and creating content that way. I mean, maybe you don't do seven. Maybe you kind of chicken out with, like me, go <laughs> five or two or three, whatever the right number. You'll be a seven, one. Seven. Yeah, one a week, whatever it is. And what happens is it's pretty amazing because what you get out of this whole thing is you get some great insights from fellow entrepreneurs. You're sharing it with your community they're going to love it. And in addition to that, they're going to spread the word of the good that you're doing. And that, John, I, I think that's the I mean, you've done a great work, but that's the exponential growth. I mean, instead of marketing, you know, one to one, we're talking about one to many and it's just multiplying and you can see it in all your results. You got it. <laughs> well, totally. yeah, no, I mean, and so I want to, you know, this is just something that we've got to be thinking about in any of marketing, any communication. How can we get that word out? Because the average, you know, my primary business is coaching financial advisors and you know, the average affluent individual has 4,000 marketing messages a day. You know, you've got to get above the noise. You've got to deliver real value and in sharing insights of fellow entrepreneurs. We don't get that very often. Many people, You know, John, you have a mastermind group. I think you're involved in mastermind groups. I have one, and I'm in several, and it's, you know, I want to hang out with really successful entrepreneurs, and that's why we created Accelerating Entrepreneurial Success, AES Nation, just to really help facilitate that virtually but let me switch to because i mean you have leveraged technology you're extremely efficient I encourage people to go to your website let me put it up one more time and you know john has all kinds of resources he's got a couple products of which i bought and uh, they're phenomenal in helping me get organized so if this is something you want to do definitely uh, take advantage of that but john tell me an app you know one of the things we got this app of the day and you know, there's so many apps out there and entrepreneurs were all charging ahead so quickly. You know, What are you finding that's really one that you want to share with your fellow entrepreneurs?
1: I have a great one. This is a question I ask every single one of my past guests. So I've heard now over 600 of their recommended apps and resources and et cetera. Mm-hmm. And one that someone just recommended to me last week, she actually was basically speaking my language at the same time. She was saying, you know, John, I was just struggling with Google Calendar on my phone. It was really just not doing what I needed to do. I hated the interface. It was I was struggling with it. It just wasn't what I needed. It's fine on desktop, but it's really brutal on the phone, both Android and iPhone. And she said, so I found this amazing calendar app called Sunrise. Sunrise, that's it. And I was like, that's exactly what I was complaining about to myself this morning before we had this interview that my calendar on my phone is horrible. I immediately, as soon as the interview is done, I downloaded Sunrise last week. I've been in love with it ever since. It syncs flawlessly with any calendar. The actual interface is meant and built for smartphones only. So it's perfect for it. And it's been a game changer for me. Like I, I, I love my phone calendar again, which is huge.
0: No, that it, you know it, it's so critical that we have the right tools and uh, the calendar is just an amazing thing that for busy entrepreneurs that can really take off and not have control. So I will download that, give that a test as well. You'll love it. Yeah, it is. You know, there's just so many different ways uh, that we can take advantage of technology. And one of the best ways is, you know, to listen to fellow entrepreneurs, what what's really working out there and make it happen. So give me, we have another segment here, John, and with all the experience you've had, I mean, you have a lot of experience compressed into a relatively short period of time. A lot of lessons. You know, we've got viewers and listeners here who are considering, you know, maybe I should create this content and use this podcast. Uh, what would be the one insight that you know, having had not only the experience of doing it yourself, but now you coach so many people in doing it, what would, would be the one key insight that you would wanna share with them?
1: The step number one that you need to do when you're thinking about creating Anything that's going to be a business that represents you, that's going to be a podcast, whether it's going to be a video blog series, just a typical blog, whatever that might be, the one thing you need to do is define your avatar. And your avatar is that one perfect listener. It's not that target demographic. You can go there afterwards, but you first need to sit down and just write out, John, who your perfect listener is. Who is that perfect avatar for your brand? Because, John, the reality is when you're creating your business, when you're creating your podcast, your blog, whatever it might be, you're going to come to 1,000 forks in the road. And if you don't have your avatar drilled down to one person that you can picture in your mind exactly, you're going to spend so much time, energy, and effort at each one of those forks in the road. But if you have that avatar drilled down, you're going to be able to just go Boom, left, right, left, right at those forks without having to spend any excess energy because you're going to know without a doubt what your avatar would want. Now, a quick example of an avatar Jimmy. My avatar. He's 34 years old. He has a wife and two kids, ages three and five. He drives to work every single day. His drive is 27 minutes long. That's why most Entrepreneur Fire episodes are about 27 to 30 minutes long. He gets to work. He sits for nine hours in a cubicle at a job he hates. Then he drives back. It's a 32-minute commute home because he's got a little bit of traffic. Yes, you need to get that specific and detailed on your one avatar. Then he plays with his kids. He has dinner with his wife and family, puts his kids to bed, hangs out. With his wife for a little bit. And then he sits on the couch and he wonders, why am I spending 80% of my life doing things I don't enjoy, 10% of my life doing things I love, playing with my wife and kids, and then 10% sitting on this couch wondering why I'm wasting 80% of my waking hours. John, that's my avatar. That is the perfect listener that needs to be listening to Entrepreneur on Fire every single day. So whenever I come up to forks in the road or questions about the direction to take my business, it's a simple WWJD. What would Jimmy do? And I go that way. No, that's
0: great. And, you know, many of the, your fellow entrepreneurs we're talking with today, they have their avatar, their ideal client, their ideal customer. But I would I, question
1: I, that, actually. I really would. I think if you actually sat down and said, here's a piece of mm-hmm. here's a pen. Write write down well, a description no, of your avatar. I they think they would be able
0: to do it. Well, and where I was going to go, and I think we're in agreement. We're we're in violent agreement because what I I would say is they don't have the specificity. They got a gen, just they they have a fuzzy picture of. This they have a target demographic. Yeah, they 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 have a primary focus. They're looking at. And the more you can do that, and I think, John, that was a great example. When you walk through, you know, everybody could see that person, whether they were watching a video or listening, they could see Jimmy. And then all of a sudden, as you're communicating and you're you're developing content, whatever format, in the case here, a podcast, you can do it and it's going to resonate. And that's going to engage them. And that's going to help them achieve success, Jimmy, to achieve success. And you can provide the tools to do that. Let me let me share with you what I have as key takeaways, uh, John, and then why don't you, you know, any color or uh, corrections or thoughts that you have. Sure. One of the things that I hear over and over again from particularly senior executives, as the firms get larger and larger, they struggle with content creation. Boy, I, I just heard, you know, Basically, you and I are sitting around. You're drinking a little water. I'm a little earlier in California, so I've got coffee.
1: I'm in California, too. Oh, no, that's
0: right. You're San Diego now. I forgot. I'm sorry. And so, yeah, we got the coffees. We got the waters, too. And the reality is, you know, we're really we're creating content by a conversation you and I would have whether we were recording it or not. This is this is a great conversation. I'm learning from it. I'm sharing it with, you know, my listeners my viewers and it, and it's huge and it's easy to do and so I want to encourage people to really think about it so content creation was number one second is leveraging platforms I mean we talked about iTunes, your you know in 2013 I mean being the, the best new uh, uh, podcast I mean that's huge you know there, there's a lot of them go to itunes store and look there's a 000. lot yeah there's a lot of them and this is the opportunity and most of them down. I think the statistics... I heard where something like don't go past seven or something yeah, like that. Well,
1: most of them suck. That's basically yeah, the best they, description.
0: They, yeah. They, they, the technical term is they suck. And <laughs> the people recognize them by the seventh time. So they stop. And so
1: 90% you know, of podcasts never get past episode seven.
0: Okay. Now, and then this is, you know, this is the opportunity for really to be more professional. You know, the, the entrepreneurs with resources can really do this and take advantage of it and leverage platforms, not only iTunes, but on the Android. Platform. What's the uh, Stitcher? Stitcher Radio. Yeah, and there, there's, and then in cars now. I mean, it's coming. I mean, this is going to continue to grow. It's not like it's just a little thing. You know, maybe it's come back a little. No, it's exploding. Just and, say buy the radio. Yeah,
1: let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I,
0: I would not want to own a radio at this point. No, I mean, oh
1: God, no. yeah.
0: And then the other is the exponential growth, and I think this is one of the brilliant strategies that you can use in marketing no matter what you're doing. But John has done so well and shared it with us is by interviewing, by in essence partnering with people that he's really doing the interview like he and I are doing today. They're developing relationships, not only to share those insights, but oftentimes, John, I think one of the things you shared with me off camera was, you know, many of your best relationships have come out of an interview,
1: Absolutely. All of my relationships have come out of the interview. I mean, that's the most powerful thing about launching a podcast and specifically an interview-based podcast. When you have no network, no connections, no online presence, no broadcasting experience, you start to build those connections and those relationships on those 45-minute, those 30-minute intimate one-on-one chats. And so many opportunities have sprung from there. I can't even expound upon them. And we always talk about the importance of mentors and masterminds. People ask me, John, do you have a mentor? I say, yeah, like I have 600 plus mentors (laughs) because every single time I have a guest on my show who's a successful and inspiring entrepreneur, he's mentoring me just as much as he's mentoring the rest of Fire Nation. So it's an amazing way to build that list, to build that Rolodex and to really just continue to leverage all the opportunities out there.
0: No, it is phenomenal. And and one of the last things I want to do is people are worried about uh, connecting and, you know, getting interviews. I mean, when we talk about, you know, the volume that you're doing and when I told my wife how many I was going to do, she goes, that's a
1: lot. She's like, and, I'm never going to see you. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and the reality is oftentimes I was having these conversations anyways, we're just turning on the recording equipment, but um there's a difference between calling someone and saying, Hey, I want to, you know, get 20 minutes, 30 minutes of your time and pick your brain and instead having, like John has one of the most successful podcasts, you know, and ours as well as I call you. Know, my experience, John is everybody is unbelievably willing to share and participate much like you had a TV show or a radio show.
1: Absolutely. Because, when you're calling successful and aspiring entrepreneurs, what do they probably have? They probably have products and services that benefit entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs and sidepreneurs. And so if you have a platform, if you have an audience, you can bring them on and showcase them, their story, allow them a medium to connect and build intimate relationships with other people that may never have heard of them before, then they're going to jump on that opportunity. And podcasting is such a great medium because for me, I don't even have to put on clothes necessarily when I'm doing my interviews because I have it right here in my living room. I I did ask you to put clothes
0: on this time though, John, I did. Well, because this is video, (laughs) but I only do audio for Entrepreneur on Fire. So
1: I, you know, if it's a hot day, I can just be sitting in my bathing suit and my guests could be in their bathrobe and nobody would know. We're just sitting, talking into microphones, having a great conversation that's going to be listened to by hundreds of thousands of people around the world. And that just kind of keeps going back to this amazing World that we live in where we can leverage this type of content like never before
0: John share with our viewers I'm gonna put it up your website again and share with our viewers and listeners. What is what are some of the resources that you have available for them?
1: Sure, so all the magic happens for my team for entrepreneur on fire at eofire.com and that's just our website, which will forward you to entrepreneuronfire.com. And it has John and I talked in the little pre-interview chat, <laughs> it's tough to spell the word entrepreneur or entrepreneurial. So we both have nice little short ways to get there. And mine is eofire.com. And we are just here to offer for free as many basically podcasts uh, interviews that you can consume. We have over 600 now where you can listen to inspiring and successful entrepreneurs at your leisure share their journey, their lessons learned, their aha moments, what's working for them now. Everyone every one of them shares their favorite resource, their favorite book. It's just a really great snapshot within 30 minutes of an episode. And also we do offer a couple really cool opportunities for entrepreneurs out there that may think they want to start a podcast for people that are saying this is a medium that we like, we created podcastersparadise.com. And Podcasters Paradise, John, is the number one community in the world, literally, for podcasters to create, grow, and monetize, their podcast. It has over 150 video tutorials. It has a private Facebook group and community forum. We do monthly private webinars with today's top podcasters, Pat Flynn, Michael Hyatt, Lewis Howes, Amy Porterfield. The list goes on. Um, And we also do monthly Q&A sessions with me, private as well. And we do this all within the community, John, but something that we offer for people Mm -hmm. that are still like, I'm just not quite sure if, if podcasting is for me, we do a free live podcast workshop every single week. We stream it out to the world. If you just go to podcastersparadise.com, you can sign up for our next free live webinar. And we have a, a blast there. We give away prizes. We have fun. And overall, it's just a good time.
0: Yeah, and if, if you are at all serious about doing it, the very first purchase I did on podcast to learn, I, I asked who's doing it right Everybody said you, John, and I joined Paradise and it's a great resource. So I would encourage everyone if you're I mean, it's, what is the price? I mean, it's so inexpensive for successful entrepreneurs.
1: No, it's a lifetime access for eleven ninety seven.
0: Yeah, so I mean, just unbelievably. We're gonna to have to talk about pricing a little later, but uh, get it now before John raises the price <laughs> here. Now, I have
1: been consistently raising the price as we've added more content and more value within. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where it's at now, and that's lifetime access.
0: The tremendous, tremendous resources. Also, as always, uh, we're talking about spelling entrepreneur again. AES nation.com you can go to we'll have the all the links that we both john and i talked about as well as a transcript all that's available as well as other resources so that you can go out and make a huge difference john thank you again for spending the time with our viewers and listeners and all your guidance
1: my pleasure this was a very enjoyable interview john thank you and i will catch you on the flip side okay
0: look forward to it